Hello and welcome to the Yarra Jets podcast, the podcast for anyone who has their referees arrive 15 minutes into the game. More on that later. Before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we record this podcast and play our football for us today. That is the lands of the Wurundjeri people. Sovereignty was never ceded and it always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So, hello. We're recording this on a Monday night. It's been raining outside. It was a nice morning though. I went out for a, for a little walk in the morning, but then it got a bit gloomy still August. Spring's a little bit in the air. Not quite yet. Not quite yet. We're not quite there yet. My name is Taryn. I will be your host today joining me on this podcast as always. Fiona Dutchie-Holland. Dutchie, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you everyone. I'm very happy about the weather and the spring starting to come. Even it's a little bit lighter at night at the moment and just makes me happy. It is. It is, isn't it? There's something about it's still being a little bit light and it's approaching six o'clock and you're like, oh, the end yep. is near. The exactly. end is near. The spring is starting to come into my step. It is. It Ooh. is indeed. <laughs> That's very good to hear. Now, our guest today is the one, the only Maria. There's probably other people called Maria. Actually, I know that there's other people. There's many other people called Maria. <laughs> There's only one that we care about. There's only that, one though. that we care about, Maria. Hello. One Maria at the jetties. <laughs> hello, how, hello, how are we? Good. Good, thank you. Good. So tell us about yourself. Who are you? What, what do you What do you do with your life? Yeah, so I'm from Spain. I think we talked about it before. Um, soccer wasn't my first choice when I was young. So I started playing soccer in a club pretty late when I was 16. No way. Yeah, yeah. I used so to good. I used to play when when we were at school, but in a club. I've, I've never played before. I used to do artistic roller skate. We and then that was a podcast question. It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I moved to Australia a few years ago. Um I was playing in a park and someone asked me if, if I would play in a club and that's yeah, okay, let's go. And that's how I started. And I moved to Java Jets maybe five years ago. Amazing. Who was your first club? I played for Maccabi in uh, Caulfield for six months. Nice, nice. Did you live over that side of the river? I used to live in Carnegie. Okay, so, so that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you made the correct decision and moved to the Yarra Jets. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to believe that you only started playing at 16 because you are so good. There are not many other players in the league with the ability on the ball that you have. So it's very cool to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. Now, on the weekend, we played one game. Unfortunately, the State Threes had to forfeit. Uh, because of a lack of players uh, and that would have been their last game so unfortunately for them the the season is now over and after we do this match report uh, Dutchie will say a few words on that because you love the state threes uh, but many of them joined in the state two game because collectively across the club I think we were very very short on players how it wasn't just the state threes so we had a full squad I believe a full bench on Sunday and we actually had a pretty positive result Dutchie talk us through the game well can I say the result first because I'm yeah, so excited yeah say it. the result we won one nil it we was won. so exciting yes. we beat Brunswick Zebras <laughs> Um, yeah, so 
you know, I'm a state two player now, so that's why I'm doing the match report here. Um, <laughs> I got I got the call up because I've been training hard and, you know, played a lot of games and, uh, you know, finally broke into the state twos. It just took a while. It might have taken the fact that my team had to forfeit. But, uh, yeah, so we didn't have enough players. I think we had eight. Um, so it was just a no-brainer. We had to forfeit. Um, and I believe the state twos probably didn't quite have 11. So it worked. We had nine. Yeah, it worked out for everyone that um, a few of the state three players came up and supported. I think we're all told we'd probably be on the bench. And so, you know, leading up to the game, the nerves kick in when you uh, don't play in the state two team all the time. And I'm like, okay, don't worry, I'm on the bench, it'll be fine. Anyway, so I get there and my name's on the whiteboard in the central defence position, so I was cursing, <laughs> just like, what the hell? Um, anyway, it was it was really nice to play. So the game started out. So I think Brunswick Zebras beat us last time. Um, and I think given the team that we were playing, yes, uh, the team that we fielded yesterday probably wasn't, well, it wasn't a full-strength state two team. We've um, got quite a few injuries. I think a little bit of COVID still going around. Um, so we decided to play a more defensive game. So played five in uh, in the defence uh, defensive line, um, and had you know quite clear instructions from Paul about you know how we wanted our, our structure and our shape and you know the midfield as well. So I guess I went into it thinking, okay, yeah, I can do this. Uh, T was playing the sweeper role, which is very unusual for T to play in that role. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen her play that role. It's the years I've played with her. Um, and we had Nia in central defence as well. And then on the wings, we had Bridge and Misha starting. Can, um, can, so I, I, just, felt, can yeah. I just quickly say that back three of you, Nia and T, yeah. that is a lot of, that's an experienced back line. Can we, can we say that? An experienced... Yeah, yeah. An experienced it's, back three. It's experienced as far as age. <laughs> and uh, we love it. So combined, do I say that, you know, we're around 120 100, plus. 120 plus years in yeah. there. Yeah, we're good. We're out there giving it a red hot go. Um, so the first half, you know, like we did well, I think. And I think what we learned fairly quickly is Brunswick Zebras just like to boot the ball over the top of their strikers and the amount of times it just ran straight into our keeper's hand, um, just the timing of the ball wasn't well. There was never a chance that the strikers would even be able to make it before our keeper did. And big shout out to Em, who was our goalkeeper. Um, she did an absolutely fantastic job. So I think, and Maria and Taryn jump in here, but I think the first half went pretty much to plan. We were all fairly happy it we did get it up forward a few times did we have a shot in the first half can't remember maybe from from my standpoint it was a pretty even game I don't I don't okay. know if we necessarily yeah. got a shot I don't know if they got a shot off it was it was big, yeah no it was pretty yeah it, it was definitely played through the midfield and I think yeah. that the the opportunities that they had were yeah long balls that M was just able to gather in the first half and if it did get into the defensive um, you know, into the box or into the 18-yard box, we were able to clear it, I think, in, you know, all cases. So, And I think because T was playing in that role, she was getting all the balls. Yeah. And she even chased down, like, this young player. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so amazing because, like, yeah, she's a pretty quick player. And she, like, literally chased her down and won the ball. It was just unbelievable oh my god that was so funny I remember that because my eye was focused on you Dutchie because I think you were you were more central so you were coming across so I just saw you sprinting and I I just didn't know if T was going to get there so I better just be ready just in case and she got there and I was like chased her down it was incredible so good yeah um so then you know halftime we went into the rooms and Paul was pretty happy I think with what we'd done and I think we stuck with the same sort of structure. Yeah, we stuck with the same structure. He said in the last 15 minutes he might change it up slightly depending on, you know, I guess maybe thinking he was going to play it a bit more attacking if we needed to just um, to see if we could take the win. Um, So we went back out there. The second half was they definitely had more chances. Um, We were just, I don't know, I don't know what happened. We just got out there and... 
maybe just weren't playing as tight or something. I think I, there was a few corners. I think I started that that little bit of play, unfortunately, where I accidentally kicked one out. Um, yeah, so they had a few shots that we will, well, one went over the top, one hit the crossbar, I think. Um, yeah, maybe they weren't close really, but oh, the crossbar one was scary, I think. And there was another one where their winger probably should have got it, but she went wide. So I think we got lucky. Um, and then probably with about 15 or maybe 15, 20 minutes to go, um, we got it up forward. And who put the through ball through to Al? Maria, you talk us through this because you played a pivotal role there you go. Uh, in in this. And I, I, I want to ask you a question after you explain what happened, but, but talk us through what happened. So for the first 15, 20 minutes, we were pretty much playing in our half. So they defenders push up quite a bit. So I got that ball and we all, they only had two defenders. So I kind of sprained and they were behind me. So I could see them coming because I'm not the fastest player in the team. So I could see them coming. I hold the ball when I saw the um, their goalkeeper coming. So I kind of pass it to... L, who was on my right hand side, and she just kicked it. So the goalkeeper was out, yeah. The goalkeeper yeah, she was coming. Out. She yeah. was coming towards me. Yeah. And and Maria, you made yes. somewhat of an interesting decision here. So it ended. It ended very well. That we're talking about the sequence that leads up to our goal. It ended extremely well, but there was. There was a moment, Maria, where you were one on one with the goalkeeper. She was well outside of her box, and I'm watching like chipper, chipper, chip the goalkeeper. <laughs> but instead, I think. Or you, you could have gone around it. Or around. Like, but instead, you, you side footed it to Grace, I think. Ah. Um, I thought I saw Eleanor or someone on my right coming through. And I thought, oh. I have two defenders in my back. I'm not fast enough and the defend and this goalkeeper's too close. So I cannot pass it with the outside part of my foot. Yeah, and I thought it would be easier for her to just kick it than me being squashed in there. Very, very true. And it ended up well because I think I think it was Grace on your right, and then I think Elle was in the middle. Um, and then the ball ended up at L's feet, and then L was the one who eventually took the shot. Keeper was still off her line. Their defense was everywhere. Their defense was a shambles. The balls ended up in the back of the net. The crowd went wild. I was could, so excited. Could you guys hear us? Yes. On... <laughs> we yeah, did. I think everyone was just excited. Was... We were just, yeah. I think at that point I'm like, yeah, we've got this. Because I knew, like, defence, we were covered. You know, we were, uh, I shouldn't sound, you know, I, I felt comfortable. I was like, yeah, we've got enough of us here. We should be able to shut everything down. Mm. And they, you know, they, they obviously get rattled when you have a goal scored against you. Now, there was a reason why we were feeling so confident in our defence, and a lot of that was due to the goalkeeping because... She didn't miss a thing. She everything, didn't miss a thing. She, she was down... You know, when you collect the ball and your knees are down and, you, like, every technique was good, Taryn. Have you been coaching her or? <laughs> her technique was, was was pretty good. I mean, yeah. okay, there was some question when, when, the, when, when the ball's coming on the ground straight at her, questionable. Uh, the that, dives, okay. though, instinctively, Em was, was diving completely instinctively and her technique was really good. Yeah, okay. Like, it was, she was outstanding. Yeah, she was and, great. Like, it's, it's. Difficult when a team's pressing high. It's difficult to to get the ball out and do goal kicks. Like, literally, you know, you can do it for 12, 13 years. I mean, your best bet sometimes is just to belt it out and just yeah. start again. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she was just – it was unreal. I was like, our goal's not getting past her today. We're not conceding today. And once we scored, it was just uh, – Yeah. Yeah, the, the snatch and grab was on. Yeah. How how are you feeling, Maria? Fifteen minutes to go, one nil up. Um, I could see they were coming. Um, and I thought, oh no, we can 
we can't lose this. We have to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Their striker was so fast and so tall. But we had really good defense. They they were doing everything. M was getting all the balls. Yeah, they, they had a couple of really classy players. One thing we noticed on the on the sideline, there was there was one player number six. Yeah. And <laughs> her first touch, it it was hilarious. Every single time there'd be a goal kick, there'd be a, a throw, like something would happen and it would come to her. And and listen, for, for those that, that don't watch our games, if the ball goes up in the air very high and it goes into the midfield, <laughs> most of the time many of the players at our level are not skilled enough to take a touch and do anything fancy. Most of the time it's a bit of a 50-50 what happens, right? <laughs> this player, I swear to God, 100% of the time <laughs> would just deftly control the ball and just pass it out to her fast striker. And it was like, how are you doing this? <laughs> this never happens. And it, it, I reckon literally 20 times. Honestly, 20 times. Dutchie, did you notice this? No, I don't notice these things. I don't don't even know who number six was. <laughs> I was just focused on whoever was coming my way and, like, listening out to what T was telling me to do. I'm, I, this is what I need to improve at, understanding the technicalities of the game and who's good and who's not. Mm. Mm. Maria got knocked down a few times, though. Which yeah. I'm glad you're on, Maria, because we often talk about how players maybe target you. What do you think? I think um, because I try to keep the ball very close to my feet, um, sometimes it's hard for them to take the ball and they take my leg instead. I don't think they really mean it. I think they just try to get the ball and sometimes it's hard. Okay. Um, sometimes they, they need me in the back or in the head. I think they mean that like a couple of weekends ago in Mill Park. <laughs> I think that was a tough game. But I got a couple of them this weekend and I think they, they didn't mean it. We just kind of mm -hmm. crash or I jump to get the ball and we both jump. So okay. uh, nice and refreshing to play a team of nice, normal human beings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> always, always refreshing. Um, so 15 minutes to go, we're 1-0 up. We're thinking we cannot lose this. We cannot lose this. We cannot lose this. Defense goes back. Dutchie, talk us through that that uh, that final whistle. Well, the interesting thing is, before Elle had scored her goal, she'd run down to me and said, "Oh, Dutchie, just so you know, you're going to be moved up to striker." And I'm like, "Oh, sweet," because it takes. <laughs> you don't understand how nervous I am in that defensive. Like, I just don't want to stuff up yet, which is kind of good because you're just like so focused. But I was just like a little bit relieved to go, "Okay, the pressure's going to be off." unless we hadn't scored and I would have been like pressure to score. So I knew I was going to be moving up to striker and then Elle scored the goal. And then like a minute later, Paul dragged her into defence and I got taken up to striker. I felt like, is this punishment? Like it's not punishment, Val. It was always part of the plan, but I did feel for her a bit because she'd just done the hard work and scored a goal and then she had to go and play defence. But um, she's a very good defender, so... I it cracked know. me up. It it I so the conversation on the sideline was I was we scored the goal and like we'd been under quite a significant amount of pressure. I think yep. it's fair to say they they were winning on XG. Um, yeah, yep. that's yep. Uh, that's yep. fair to say. Yep. Um, and you know Paul sort of looks around and goes like turns to me and goes, well turns to like us collectively the people watching and and was kind of like God what do I do now like. Well, one nil up with the plan, and I was like, Paul, like, if I'm playing football manager, I'm I'm going into my tactic settings, and I'm hitting park the bus. I'm moving all of my players into defence, very low tempo, very low passing, <laughs> time wasting, to, to waste all of the time. And he was like, and he, he turns to me and he goes, "We're going for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, why putting, the hell did he put me up there then <laughs> we're putting dutchie up top and we're going for a second so that was the uh, uh that was, was the all, game plan it was all a bit of fun and um yeah so you know i touched the ball like three times and i kept looking at grace and grace would just keep telling me where to position myself and what to do 
So thank God they were up there because uh, I really appreciated their support in telling me what to do. Um, anyway, yeah, I think I had one one touch where after I tried, I passed it off and someone was like, you should have gone for a shot. And I hadn't even thought of shooting it. But maybe I should have. You're going to, you know, what did I have to lose? But anyway, it wouldn't have gone in. So when the final whistle went, it was just so exciting because this is only the second game that I've played in this season where we've won. So I think, and that was the same for all the state three players that filled in. I think Aggie, um, who was one of the players that filled in, said that's only the second time she's won at Yarra Jets um, in two seasons. So, you know, it was, so thank you to the state two team and to Paul for giving us a chance because it's just, um, to get that winning feeling back, it's nice. It's nice to win occasionally, just makes it a bit more enjoyable. So we're all very relieved. We're all jumping up and down. Uh, we went back to the bench and we sang our song. <laughs> what's our What's our song? Pump it up. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. If Brace was here, we could sing it. But yeah, but no, was, we're all very happy. I don't know. Is, is there anything more to add, Maria? No, I think you to do well. Um, yeah. It was it was nice to win this game because we lost against them last time and we played better than them, I yeah. think. So I think this time it was time to for us to win. Yeah. I think for me playing in state two as well, some of the teams we've come up against in state three, I would say are similar. I don't know. The other like Nia might want to correct me here. I'm probably wrong, but yeah, like I just feel like they were good. I wouldn't have – I expected them to be better and maybe they were missing players as well. But, yeah, I'm surprised that they are where they are on the ladder and that, you know, I, I know we've had probably a bit of an interrupted season with injuries and COVID and whatnot, but I think if we had a full-strength team, we'd be much – you know, I would expect to beat them by more than that. Yeah, I mean – we one of the really good things and I've said this before about our competition this season is that I I think that anyone can beat anyone I think that had luck fallen our way on different occasions had we not had so many absences I we could have won the league like you know it's not like it's not like the the teams up top are so much better or yeah really with only the exception of of poor old Berwick um I think that every team is pretty even. So and we managed to give them their only point of the season. So, <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah, I, I think that's been, it's been pretty good in that way. I think, uh, yeah, I think that the, the teams at the top are probably ultimately the teams least affected by injuries and COVID. Yeah. 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 Okay. That makes sense so since we were all there, I'm going to give you both the opportunity now. Who do we think was player of the match? Because I've got a very, I've got one player in mind, but we'll see if uh, if you guys. Oh, oh, I was going to say Chi. Okay. I thought she had a great game. But you probably want to say M, do you? Of course I want to say M. Yeah, Goalkeeper's go union. Maria, who was your player of the match? I think... I think T did yeah. awesome work. Um, yeah. She managed to stop their striker, who was awesome, get every single ball and play from the back. Yeah. Brilliant. All right. Well, T, good job. Sorry that that I've I've dogged you there, uh, but <laughs> goalkeepers union. What can I say? <laughs> so awesome, you, guys, you guys are now fifth on the ladder. Is that what I saw today? Yeah, makes sense. I mean, we yeah. we've we've had a good season. I think we we yeah. had a rough patch in the middle. Things didn't quite go our way. We've had obviously a lot of injuries, a lot of sickness. Um, you know, to put into context, we played today. You know, our three sort of centre backs, uh, Loz, Lanz, mm. and Milo and Heather. Heather, yeah. Heather. Yeah. Heather was the other one I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, Heather, you've gone to America and now you're oh. dead to me. Um, 
um, but you know, like all three of them didn't didn't play, and then yeah, Milo would fill in, and and Milo is 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 out as well um, with a with with a with an ankle, um, so you know, all, all four of our sort of possible options uh, weren't playing in that game, um, you know, which is which is insane. <laughs> um, when you when you think about that so it is. that doesn't happen very often does it no it doesn't happen very often and and you know if, if you you know chuck the goalkeeper in as well obviously you know I said last week I played six games um so those sorts of things make a huge difference and that's you know we've still managed to finish mid-table I think yeah. had those things not happened I think we'd be a lot higher but as Boris Johnson would say, them's the breaks. So <laughs> real quote, real quote, look that up. That's that's what he said when he got ousted. Them's the breaks. Um, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Now, obviously, at this point, we would normally talk about another game. We said earlier um, the, the State Threes didn't play. Dutchie, given the fact uh, that you guys weren't able to have a farewell game, do you just want to want to give us a couple minutes on on the state threes and, and their season, and you know, tell us how proud you are of everyone? Go on. I'm always very proud of everyone, and especially the state three team. Um, yeah, look, it was a bit disappointing not to have you know the final game and know that that's the final time you're going to step onto the pitch with um, this team because you don't know what it you know. Hopefully, it looks exactly the same next year, but you don't know. You know, sometimes players come and go. Sometimes players move up to the state two team. So, um, yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a shame that we didn't get to have that opportunity. Um, I think also to come up against Banyul, um, you know, they're a good side, and I think they, you know, it's always hard when you forfeit a game. I'm sure they would have loved to play because they were probably going for the world record of how many goals you can kick in a season. But um, in some ways, it was nice not to have to experience that. Um, yeah, but yeah, in saying that, we didn't have that final game just to acknowledge it was our final game. So I don't know, I think my reflections on this season, you know, we've got a really good bunch in the state threes, um, probably not unlike the state twos. You know, we've had some injuries, quite a few injuries, actually, knee injuries and different things throughout the year. Um, COVID impacted us. We definitely didn't have the season we wanted. Um, we finished well, pretty much, I think, second bottom, but the bottom team. Um, I don't know, what do you call it when they quit halfway where they have to leave the league halfway through the season? Um, so I don't know what that means for us around relegation. I think I've heard a rumour that there's not going to be any relegation. This no, there's no official relegation, but of course yeah. that doesn't mean that, yep. yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think in the state threes, we're a bit torn. There's some of us that, you know, want to continue playing state three, but we had a real mix of when we didn't get enough players for the state five team this year, um, obviously, we had players that probably are less experienced and still learning the game and like that more social aspect, um, come and join us in the state threes. And I think we've really been able to integrate well as a team. But what it's meant is when we've had injuries and we've um, had players, you know, off on holidays and things, it's really kind of struck us that we probably, you know, probably just didn't have the depth to cope with state three this year. Um so, yeah, going into next year, we've had a few conversations, um, you know, just about what we want to do and, you know, hopefully we can recruit some more players and keep playing together as a team. We obviously had the coaching saga um, <laughs> during the during the season, which we all, had, we all dealt with and we all had to pull together. Um, and I think, you know, if anything this season, and I'm sure all of the girls would agree with me, a big shout out to Gertie and Nia for what they've done just to um, keep us going keep us motivated and um, keep us going out there with a positive attitude. It wasn't, you know, there were a few games where we lost by a bit and I felt a bit deflated, but you kind of still got out there the next week and got to the got to the ground and Gertie would give us a good uh, rev up and a good speech and, you know, we felt like we had a game plan and um, that was really great to see. So big shout out to Nia and Gertie for the work that you put in to keep us together and a big shout out to all of the State 3 girls um, we've got a great team and uh, let's go out and do it all again next year. Can't wait. Very wholesome. We love to see it. We love to see it. All right. Well, we'll move on to our first segment of this podcast and that is the quiz question segment. 
I will have everyone know that after the last podcast, I am now ahead of Dutchie. Oh, really? The official tally is Taryn 13, Dutchie 12, and guests 15. So guests are still winning, but uh, I'm catching up to guests and I'm one ahead of Dutchie. And that's really the race that matters. That is really the race that matters. I'm just impressed I've kept up, to be honest, Taryn, because you live and breathe soccer every day and I don't. Yeah. But I don't live and breathe like obscure questions about this is true. <laughs> random things. I'm, I'm terrible at trivia. I reckon if I was ever on a trivia show, I reckon I would I would completely freeze. My brain yeah, would okay. completely go blank. I would forget everything I've ever known. Someone would be like, how many sides are on a square? And I'd be like, I don't know, <laughs> maybe eight. I, the pressure would get to me too much. I don't reckon I could do it. Anyway. I'm going to go first. Competition. Go first. <laughs> I'm going to go first. So <clears throat> it's no surprise in State 2 that the highest yellow card count is Mill Park because obviously it is. Oh, okay. My question is how many yellow cards have they received? And a bonus point, how many of those yellow cards were actually at home? Oh, I love this question already. <laughs> Do you want to go first, Maria? Um, I'll give it a go. I'll say I didn't get a list. Eight, eight yellow cards. Eight, you guess? Yeah. All right. All right. We'll leave the, the bonus question for after. Dutchie? Okay. I'll go six. You'll go six. I'll tell you what, Maria, you're actually spot on. They have received eight yellow cards this season. Eight. And that was, I think the next most was like four. Uh, Maybe it was five. It was was Barton and like three of them were in the game against us. (laughs) (laughs) Because we we riled those poor kids up so much. Do Um, yellow cards carry over to the next game? Uh, if you get like five in a season, you get a suspension, but, okay. um, yeah. yeah, you'd have to be, <laughs> God, you'd, in our league, you'd struggle to get five yellow cards. So did you check if there were particular players that got multiple at Mill Park? I didn't, but I would assume that we all know, Maria, Maria's yeah, like, I yeah, we know. all is know. It, <laughs> is it the one that like, I know, a couple Maria. of them will get all of them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's yeah. a there's a few players, but only only eight in total. Only eight in total. Yeah. And we know that, you know, we know that there could have been more. Yeah. Now, here's the bonus question. How many of those eight yellow cards? Now, you know, season is half home, half away. So all things being equal, you'd expect it to be four and four, but how many of those yellow cards were received in home games? Zero. Okay, Maria? I will say five. Five at home? Yes. It was one. One at home. Yeah, well, Seven so away? I, so I get that point, home. don't I? Because I was close. You get that point. You get Good, that point. You. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like the bonus point, you've got to be spot on, you know? Oh, oh. crying out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, so... Just to um, interesting that they only had one at home, isn't it? Yeah, it's very interesting. It might be connected with their undefeated home record. I'm not sure, but um, I hear that it might be connected. Yeah, Mill Park are gonna win the league. Kings Domain let us down. Ashburton did their job last week. People, Ashburton drew with Mill Park. Yes, they did. And then Kings Domain have let us down, and they've drawn. Oh. Unless Kings Domain win five nil in the final game. Uh, Mill Park will win the league, and I'm very upset about it. I'm very upset about Come it. Come on, Kings Domain. Who are they playing? I know. I just, I, if Kings Domain win 5 0, I swear to God, I, every bad word we've said about Kings Domain completely rescinded. We love them. They're our best oh, we friends. We never said anything bad about them, did we? No, never. No, no, never. no. no. We, we love no, them. We love, we love They're our Queen, favorite. Queen, Queen's Domain. <laughs> yes, Queens. <laughs> That's what they call themselves, don't they? I know, I know. It's yeah. cute. It's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. One point to Maria for guessing the amount of yellow cards. One point to Dutchy for being very close with the bonus question. Dutchy, what is your quiz question? Okay. 
kind of similar to yours, Sharon, but different. So what is the record for the most red cards in a single football match? Fifteen. Um, eight. Eight. Thirty-six. <laughs> Go on. What? Explain the context, please. Okay. Well, there's a, it's actually happened in two matches in history. Um, the first match was in 2011, and it was a contest between Claypole and Victoriana Arenas, which is a fifth-tier Argentine football match. Um, apparently the, the game was chaotic chaotic with um, players attempting, attempting to intentionally injure each other. There was a massive brawl and the referee gave red cards to every single player that was involved in the match. In addition, coaches and substitutes were dismissed from the game as well. <laughs> the second game, um, it was in 2012. These are kind of fairly recent and it was... Ten, teniente Farina and Libertad. Maria, you'd pronounce these places so much better than I do. Um, they were two youth teams um, and they, these teams were in Paraguay. And again, it was a brawl between the two sides which resulted in a flood of red cards. Um, and in this one, it got so bad that the referees actually elected to flee the scene, uh, which drew criticism from both sides. You can't just give red cards and then flee. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if if I blame the referee in that yeah. in that circumstance. All right, so that's our that's our you know that's our goal next year, guys. Thirty six red cards <laughs> in one game. What would you even need to do? So well, I guess just every player go in for a brawl. What you do it happens happens almost every week. Get in a punch on. No. Come on, who's with me? Who's with me? <laughs> Start throwing hands left and right. Um, yes, we are famously known for getting into brawls. <laughs> Maria, what is your question for us today? My turn. Um, I have a bonus point as well, but I'll ask the first question. Um, what is the world record? For the largest number of spectators at the women's soccer match. I don't know the exact number, but I, I know what it was. The, the bonus point is, like, which teams played in that game? Dutchie, you go. You go first. What do you think? Uh, there were two games that had a very similar crowd attendance this year. And it was around the 87,000 mark, I think. I'm just going to say 87,495. So, uh, I I think I think it was not 90. I, uh, 90 rings in my head. And Dutchie, do you know who it was between? Barcelona? Yeah. And so, was it Real Madrid or is it? So there was there was two Champions League games. It was it was yeah. Barcelona both uh, times and Wolf that Wolf team from Germany. Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah, it was it was it was Barcelona Real Madrid and then Barcelona Wolfsburg. I think the Wolfsburg game actually got more. So I'm gonna go ninety. I think it was ninety, and I'm gonna go Barcelona Wolfsburg. Very close, very close. It was ninety one thousand six hundred forty eight. Come on. And yes, it was Barcelona against Wolfsburg. Amazing. All right, you get it, Taryn. Two points. <laughs> I get two. Do you get one? Do you get one? You got uh, Barcelona, no, right? Don't be nice. Don't be nice. Yeah, no, nah, you didn't. Out. You didn't know. You just said that Wolf team. Well, <laughs> this is what <laughs> I mean. I don't nice. follow it as avidly as you do. I've done remarkably well, I think, with my knowledge <laughs> this year. <laughs> um. Hopefully we get really close to that next year for the Women's World Cup final at oh ANZ Stadium. God, it'd be so amazing. We can get we can get 80. We can get 80. We have to get. Oh, I hope we break it, but maybe yeah. I'm a dreamer. It's difficult because Australia won't be in the final. <laughs> so we this need is true. We need yeah, okay, like millions of Americans to descend on the country <laughs> and just, Yeah. Although I don't think they'll do too well, well either. That's that's my hot tip. I don't yeah, think America I, will I do well. Yeah, 
their run's over. I'm calling it. Spain might think if Patelis is fit, makes a big difference. You, you don't have a striker though. You need Hermoso back. Hermoso and Patelis. Well, she she's the best player. Um, yes. So hopefully she's playing the World Cup. What's and... happened to her? She got an injury. ACL. Yeah. Oh, the knee. Okay. So mm. hopefully she's she's back. Um, and I hundred percent for for the World Cup. We need her. She's she's the best player. <laughs> I mean, it was unlucky before the Euros, just just descending into Euros chat, because you lost your two best players. You lost Jenny Hermoso and you lost Alexi Patelis. It's like where are the goals coming from? Well, <laughs> I tell you what, in Magabaro in the under twenty World Cup that just happened, she looked spectacular. She looked clinical. Is she the up and coming they're all talking about? That's going to be the next best. I think I read something about this. Um, yeah, we play, I think Spain played against Australia in the under-20s and she was the best player. She yeah. is awesome. Did you watch her, Maria? I watched her highlights. Okay, yeah. yeah she was Just checking cool. how much you follow it, how serious she was, you are. She was the um, L of, of, the, of the, Spanish, the Spanish team. <laughs> 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 she wishes she could be as, as clinical as our striker. <laughs> <laughs> moving on from that that side note um everyone get excited for the world cup Woo! Yay. Um, let's go to the uh the food segment now of course one game it was at home danny and mars bought some lollies they were quite nice yeah they bought the big packs as well the family mm. size they were bigger than what we normally get in state three it was noted <laughs> i told the person who normally brings the lollies that they need to up their game Sam. Right. Sam. <laughs> every you know, every week, every week something happens and we just turn and go, Sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta be in every podcast. <laughs> well, it was did anyone else eat eat anything else? Actually, I have to say, um, Sam made um peanut butter cookies. Ooh. When? Uh, she brought like a little bag with them and oh. They were very yummy. Why did you get one? I'm why so, yeah, you... why did you get one? Sam? Oh, Sam. Sam. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. <laughs> Maybe Sam chose her own players of the match and they got the peanut cookie. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe Sam just hates us, don't she? Nah. Um, you know, Sam, she's all right. <laughs> she can give cookies to whoever she wants. <laughs> she can bring more on Tuesday. yeah as long as she's spreading love i'm happy yeah all right 10 out of 10 peanut butter cookies 10 out of 10 big lolly bag yeah it was a good food day <laughs> good stuff i mean the, the big the big uh the big lolly bag was probably the reason we won actually extra extra energy so yeah yep very important <laughs> all right moving on now we'll move on to our moments of the week very nice segment where we talk about our moment of the week. Maria, what was your moment of the week? Um, I did start the season with State 3 and I think it was really nice to play with most of them again. Um, I kind of, like I left halfway through and moved up to State 2 and I really missed them. It, it, was, it was fun to play with them, so nice to play with them again. Oh, thanks, Maria. That's so I awesome. miss you. <laughs> Does she? Well, my moment of the week is um, a, a bit of an incident that happened at the field yesterday in the game before ours. So the Arrowjets under-18s were playing a match before our match. And uh, one of our club volunteers, I guess, um, had refereed the match because the ref didn't show up for that match. Um, and after the match, we were all just doing our warm-up on the next pitch and there was an incident that was overheard where one of the um, opposition parents had a go at the referee and said some words that were really inappropriate, quite offensive. Um, and I think it was Nia who was mid-stretch who turned around and just kind of yelled, you can't say that, I heard that, and got up and kind of rushed towards it, towards them. And this was kind of in our pre-game prep. We were all trying to get focused on the game and Paul was like, come on, girls, back off, you know, and obviously 
things were heated. There were other club officials going in and other parents and right near the referee's room. And we kind of went in and did our uh, pre-game chat and then we're walking out again and it was still going on and quite heated in one parent was kind of standing over our club official and having some heated words. And M, for some reason, decided to insert herself in this <laughs> and put herself between <laughs> the two males and just said, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> Em is okay for everyone listening who doesn't who, who doesn't who hasn't seen Em. Em is like not like Em is small. Em is yeah. Em is short yeah. and yeah, just to yeah. put that out there. And I think I just wanted to do a shout out to both Nia and Em, and it is my moment of the week because sometimes I'm just really proud to be part of the Jetties and to have this group of players that we play with in our teams who will just step in. And, you know, like I run the other way when I see violence like that. I get really scared. I find it quite triggering. Um, but to see two people that are just willing to say no, you know, and we all, we all say, like, violence is not acceptable at all. Like I'm, when I say I walk the other way, I don't, I've got a standard, but I'm scared to take it on because this guy, I found him quite intimidating and quite scary. scary. Um, but to see people like Nia and Em just not be fearful and just go in there and just say, this isn't on, we're going to call the police. Um, I was just really proud and that was my moment of the week. I think it was, we were over at the start of the game and one of the other club officials came up to Em and said, oh, you're the troublemaker. And I had a, had a bit of a laugh because she'd obviously inserted herself and they were trying to sort it out. And I'm like, yeah, she's a troublemaker. She's a good troublemaker though because she, she calls it what it is. Um, and I was just really proud. We, we went over and the under-18s were still kind of um, debriefing. They were a little bit shaken because I guess everyone's seen this aggressive behaviour on the pitch. And I think, you know, one, it wasn't acceptable for our club volunteer who had refereed the match to cop that. Um, so, you know, we don't, we, we all stand against violence. But I think what we've also got to think about is there are a lot of players there at the pitch that saw that. And these are young players that... They're just going out there on a Sunday afternoon, under 18s, just giving it their best shot. Um, uh, Yarra Jets won 5-1, I think it was. It wasn't like it was a close match, which kind of, I thought it was at a 1-0 win or something, but it was just completely unacceptable. And I just think it was it was sad to see the impact it has on, you know, the girls that are there. Um, I'm sure that was someone's father that was, uh, you know, showing that behaviour. And I just think I was really proud of the Jetties for, you know, holding the line and just saying this is unacceptable and especially Em and Nia for, for calling it for what it was. So that was my moment of the week. Say no to violence at the Jetties. That's what we're all here for. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We do have the best people at the Jetties and, you know, we love the under-18s. We, you know, when they play for us, they're awesome. They're still kids and it's really unacceptable that that sort of stuff happens. I mean, it's unacceptable when it happens at our games. It's ex deeply added layer of unacceptable when we're talking about kids. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, just not necessary, not on. Don't do it. All right. My moment of the week. I have a moment. I, I can't top that moment. But um, genuinely, my, my moment of the week was us scoring. Um on on Sunday I'd, I'd had a uh, a bit of a rubbish health day and I was like you know what? no I'm gonna go like it's sunny it's a nice day I really I really want to go um so I, so I got myself there and had the best time and it was just it was hilarious I like I, again I hope that everyone heard it on the field because we just went mental and there was, there was quite a big crowd of us watching um with with injuries and and various things going on um in in our lives at the moment so there was there was like six or seven of us I think um and yeah just just completely lost our minds it was the best added moment of the week something that we haven't mentioned I cannot believe we haven't mentioned this there was a dog incident oh my god <laughs> I was so angry at this I'm I can't believe it took me this long to remember this I really wanted to yell at the owner but she was limping yeah so there was a dog that ran onto the field and um it, it it ran all the way through and it got to the other side and I think 
you know, from the spectator point of view, it looked like everyone thought, oh, the dog must be owned by someone on that side. So then played on. But then the dogs run back onto the field. And so we've had to, you know, stop, stop the game, stop the game. The dog, dog. the dog grabbed the ball. <laughs> it took the ball. Yeah, away. it took the, yeah, it did take yeah. the ball. We couldn't even play. The ball was in the dog's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly, and suddenly you just see this hero leap through yeah. the Who air. Who was the hero this week? <laughs> Who was the dog hero? It was Grace this week. Grace Amazing. has leapt through the air, full stretch, grabbed the dog's collar <laughs> and just sort of, marched it to its owner to be fair the owner was limping so presumably what had happened is the dog had gone away from her and she couldn't chase after it because she she had some sort of injury keep your dog on the lead um yeah like this was was this before we had scored or after it was before we had scored it was before yeah yeah. because i was really angry whereas if it had been after we'd scored i probably would have been happy for the top to time wasted yeah but yeah just keep your dog in the lead like there's a game um yeah she was yeah. quite apologetic <laughs> grace diving through the air was hysterically funny so <laughs> just... a good tackle <laughs> it was a great tackle it was a great tackle uh... but yeah it was fun it was a it was a fun day it was, it was the vibes day. were impeccable um yeah good stuff all right now to everyone's favorite segment for the last time I know. This year is the last time we're going to have this segment because next week is the last game of the season. Dutchie, we are playing our frenemies. Yes. Melbourne Uni. And I was very conscious about our frenemies because they know we've got a podcast. So they could listen to this podcast and know a little bit about what's going on. (laughs) Anyway, it is what it is. They are our frenemies. So we're playing at Melbourne Uni at 3pm next Sunday at Princess Park, so their home ground. Um, now, they're currently third on the ladder. So they've uh, they've done well. They've had nine wins, three draws, five losses. They've got a goal difference of 13. Um, interestingly, Brunswick Zebras are also on the same points, but their goal difference is 12. So Melbourne Uni might be happy. They'll be very happy that we won yesterday. I, I don't think they can get promoted, though, because they've they've got a VPL team. I don't think you yeah, can have no, a team exactly. in State 1 and yeah, VPL. So they probably – doesn't really matter. Doesn't really doesn't matter. Doesn't, no, they're just – you talk Melbourne Uni can't be promoted. But haven't they got teams in every division anyway? So. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Melbourne Uni, yesterday they beat Berwick. Uh, they won 0-3 um, away. Interestingly, they only had 13 players listed on their team sheet. And I think I've noticed this the last few weeks. I think Melbourne Uni might be struggling for players. And whether it's, you know, they've had the same sort of experience as us or they've had to share players up because of injuries and whatnot. Um, But I think, yeah, they haven't had a full squad. Lo and behold, we'll probably turn up next week and they'll have a full bench. But anyway, yeah, so yesterday they beat Berwick. Last week or the week before they beat the Brunswick Zebras 1-2. Uh, so, yep. So, you know, they've been doing okay. Um, last time we played them, it was a one-all draw and that was at our home ground. Um, I had a little look at their socials. They, they've got so many teams that they just post about everyone. So you can't find too much. Speci- well, there wasn't anything specific that would give me any intel about the State 2 team unfortunately. Um, One of the nice things I noticed that they do, and this is something for for Sam and us to consider with our socials, is they, when someone does 100, plays 100 games, they do the sash, 100 games, and they do a bit of a celebration. And I'm sure we've got some players that reach milestones at different different times, and it could be something else to celebrate. The other interesting thing is they posted about our pod. So when Mick was on the pod, you know, however many rounds ago, they put it on the whole Melbourne Uni um, Facebook site about the Yarra Jets pod. Um, so I don't know if we had more listens that week, Taryn, or... I have to check the analytics. Yeah. I, 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 that was that was the week that I have, that I got COVID. So I, I've yeah. been sick since then. Well, <laughs> but I, I mean, go see, back and check. They'll definitely listen to the pod this yeah. week. So hi, Melbourne Uni. <laughs> um, we'll see you next week. Looking forward to having a beer with our frenemies. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, but I think, I don't know, I'm hoping it'll be a good game. I know Paul wants to win. Well, I want to win, actually. 
whether I don't know if I'll be still in the state two squad or whether I'll be on the on the um, on the sidelines watching. But either way, I'll be there, cheering cheering you on. It would be it would be fantastic to win our final game. Um, we actually can't move up the ladder. I was just checking yeah, then. We're no. actually five points behind uh, Brunswick and, and Melbourne, who are yep. third and fourth. So yeah, uh, that's a little bit of a of a shame. Um, yeah, Kings Domain's the big. I'm just looking at the top of the ladder, and I'm getting upset but isn't again. There, there's one game that's not updated at the top. Is that right, Taryn? Is there one score that maybe isn't quite in? Yeah, but even if Kings Domain have won, they're they're they'd still be three points away. So they have to they have to flog Mill Park. Oh, right. So oh, yeah. they're playing Mill Park, are they? They've got they're playing Mill Park, Park in the in the final round. Yeah. Is it at home, Kings Domain, or is it? Um, it is. No, nah, it's a Mill Park home game. They've got no chance. <laughs> They've got no chance. No. Okay. There'll be oh, no that's yellow tragic. cards given. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. All right. That's Five fine. Bombs. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna have a fun last game. We're gonna it result. You know, I hope we win. I hope we finish the season well. But it's gonna be a good time. Everyone who's listening from the extended Yarra Jets family, come on down. Come on down. It's Princess Park. Yes. It's close to everyone. It's close to everything. It's close to after game activities, which is one of the most important things. I can see Maria nodding vigorously at after game activities. Well, I hear we're going um, to the pub, so yeah. I'm very excited about that. Okay, yeah, we're going to the pub. We're having a one last celebration. We better be going to the pubs. If you're we're someone, we're going to the pub. Going to the pub. If you're a player who's been injured and been out of it, if you're a spectator, if you're a partner or a parent or a sibling or a fan, this is the game. It's Princess Park. It's be- it's beautiful. We've all yep. been to Princess Park. It's nice. There's stuff around. Come on down. Bring your dog on a leash. Bring, <laughs> you know, just bring your friends. Bring your this esky. Is- bring your esky. This is the game. I'm going to, do you know what? I have, I'm pretty sure somewhere in my house, I have a Vuvuzela that I got in oh, 2019 that is still work. functioning. Isn't it broken? No, well, it's broken, but I can make it work. Yeah, okay. Someone should bring a drum. We can do some chants. (laughs) Let's really get this going. It's going to be a great day. I've hijacked your segment, but I'm I'm excited to watch. I'm excited as a spectator. I think it'll be an event. I'm a little bit sad. Like, it's sad that it's all going to be over for another year. Anyway. But then, you know, then you'll you'll be having – you know, afternoon drinks on Sunday yeah, and then you'll be like, things. actually, I'm so glad I'm not playing soccer right now. <laughs> this is true. We'll let our bodies heal for a few months. <laughs> yep. On that note, we will wrap it up there. Dreaming of summer Sunday sessions. <laughs> you can find us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Yara Jets Pod. You can find us on Instagram at Yara Jets WFC. And Sam's doing a fantastic job on that Instagram. Yeah. Uh, there was one so meme good. in particular that, you know, I, I will claim credit for um, saying that Yara Jets is the best team in the land. So follow the Instagram for funny well, memes the good, and the good, good times. The good thing about the Instagram, because I've been stalking everyone else's socials, we're taking what's good from everyone else's and we're going to make ours better yeah so yep there's been some uh there's thought put into what we're doing we're gonna have the best instagram gonna be so good state leagues so best instagram yep you can find dutchie and i on twitter i'm at taryn hedo dutchie at fiona holland maria any public socials i i don't have socials so there you go say i can't find you yeah (laughs) So follow me, follow Dutchie, follow the Arrowjets pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And do not, under any circumstances, follow Maria because she doesn't have anything for you to follow. (laughs) So that would be weird. (laughs) You can follow the podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts or on our RSS feed. We're getting those likes and those ratings up. 
You guys are really doing a good job there. Let's keep the momentum going. If you haven't done it yet, and I know there are people listening that haven't done it, I'm getting passionate. I'm moving my arms. Come on. <laughs> this is the this is the the second or the third last episode. There might be a special bonus episode, but Ooh. you you have to. And you know what? I'm going to give you a special a special little little treat for listening this far. Our special guest next episode. Dachi, do you know who it's going to be? Yes, it's Paul. It's Paul. My coach. He coach Paul is coming on the podcast <laughs> next week. So we're so mate, excited. You better be subscribed. You better be following because you don't want to miss out. Thank you so much for listening. It has been a pleasure having your company as always. I have been your host, Taryn. I have been joined by Fiona Dutchie Holland and I've been joined by Maria. Goodbye.